Please remain standing as you're able as we hear from the Gospel of Mark. Jesus said, this is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters seed on the ground. Night and day, whether he sleeps the seed or gets up, the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. All by itself it produces grain. And then what shall we say the kingdom is like? Or what parable shall we use to describe it? It's like a mustard seed, which is the smallest of all seeds on earth. Yet when planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants, with such big branches that the birds can perch in its shade. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Be seated, please. Sometimes things start out very small, and they get larger than we'd ever imagine. Take the case of 87-year-old Giorgio Angelosi. A widower of 12 years, he lives in Italy. His only daughter has moved to Afghanistan. Very lonely, he comes up with a novel idea. He decides to adopt himself out. So he runs an ad there in an Italian newspaper, and it says, Grandfather seeks family. will bring 500 euros a month to the adopting family. Much to his surprise, the newspaper not only prints the ad, but puts a story about him on the front page. Soon other newspapers across Europe pick up the story. And then soon he has offers from all over the world of people and families who want to adopt him. Millionaires from as far away as Colombia, a rock star in Europe, people want to adopt him. He's so busy answering requests for interviews on radio and TV that he can't even process the applications of people who want to adopt him. Finally, he finds a family of five and he moves in with them. He's impressed because all five of them signed their letter wanting to adopt him. And he says sometime later, God has given me this gift. It's the perfect family for me. Sometimes things start out small and they grow larger than we can ever imagine. Take the case of Larry Walters, who always wanted to fly. He tried to join the Air Force pilot program, but because of poor eyesight, he was drummed out of that. So he retired out of the Air Force and finally took another job, but spent many days in his backyard watching airplanes fly overhead. Finally, this resident of Los Angeles on July 2nd, 1982, decided to do something about it. He went down to the Army-Navy surplus store and he bought 45 weather balloons. He attached them to a lawn chair from Sears that he named Inspiration One. He sat in a chair, some friends tethered him to his Jeep, and there he packed on his lawn chair... Uh, some sandwiches, and a six-pack of Miller Lite. He planned to uh, ascend a few hundred feet above his backyard and kind of watch the world go by. At the appointed moment, his friends severed the cord, and Larry went skyrocketing upward. He didn't stop at 100 feet. He didn't stop at 1,000 feet. The weather balloons shot him up to 16,000 feet. He knew that if he shot, uh, he had a pellet gun with him, shot the weather balloons at that time, it might create a dangerous imbalance. So for hours, he floated at 16,000 feet, drinking Miller Lite and wondering just what he was going to do. Soon, he floated into the approach corridor of LAX, and Transworld Airlines and Delta pilots were trying to land, and they all said something similar to the control tower. They usually started their messages with, you're not going to believe this. Finally, a nervous Larry began to shoot a few of the weather balloons, and down he went into some power lines in a Long Beach neighborhood, knocking out their power for 30 minutes. 
When the police came to arrest them, the reporter sent by the newspaper asked Larry just why he did that. And Larry's response was, well, a man just can't sit around. I think if there's a theme that I'm trying to get across these last four weeks is a man or a woman just can't sit around. God has given us talents and gifts, and we must use them. Now, how far they go, how high they fly, well, that's not up to us. That's up to God. And Jesus' hearers would have understood this right away. He told a story about a small seed that, that grew to unbelievable proportions, so large as a bush that it could shelter birds. Sheltering birds is one of those Jewish code phrases in the Old Testament. It's a code phrase for the kingdom business. It means that people will be helped who are hurting, who are hopeless, who are in need of a home. It's sort of end of the world talk, like something big God is doing. But when you find the sheltering of birds in the Old Testament, it's found in Daniel, it's found in Ezekiel, it's found in Psalm 104, and it's always in connection with a large cedar tree, something magnificent of Lebanon. It's never found in a bush. And so Jesus' point is driven home. When we plant our seed, it's not our responsibility how big it grows, what it looks like. It gives God an opportunity. So we just can't sit around. And we take our gifts this morning and we plant them in God's kingdom. And we don't know where they will go. I think we only know a couple of things. One is we can't try to have them on our own effort grow large. Most of the really important and successful things in our world, people didn't start to grow large. They just started to do the best that they could. I was a few weeks ago at headquarters of Southwest Airlines there by Love Field, and they showed us their video. They show everybody that they hire. And, of course, they tell their famous story of how Southwest Airlines started on a cocktail napkin with routes drawn out just from Dallas to San Antonio to Houston. Nothing bigger than that. No Providence, no Rhode Island, no Chicago Midway, no Seattle, no Baltimore, Washington International. Just a few flights in Texas. And from that, it grew. We simply don't have control over the growth. Our control, as Jesus taught us last week, is just in planting the seed and letting God give the growth. But one thing we do know, We do know this, that the reason we plant is to provide shade, to give help and hope and home. And for people who, like uh, Giorgio, are looking for it, people who need a place, we plant so that that will be possible. And then we leave the results to God. I'm quite certain that as a wealthy young woman, Mother Teresa did not set out one day and say, how can I become famous? Rather, on a trip, she went to Calcutta, noticed the poor, and she decided to cast her seeds among them in Calcutta. And the rest is God's history. I've heard it said another way, that greatness always comes from God while we're looking the other way. Our job is to plant. It's God's job to give whatever growth God gives and that God deems is appropriate. I told you several weeks ago that our church started in 1910 as an effort to provide some shade for some children who lived in the Alamo Heights area, and it was too far for them to go to a Methodist church back downtown. They never envisioned a church that would have 5,400 members. They only envisioned a place of shade, a place of hope, a place of help, a place of home. And when they scattered those seeds, God took it and grew it to proportions that they never could have imagined. This past winter... 
I met a woman. Her nickname was Mama, and it was well-deserved. I was in Liberia, a country that has suffered from 16 years of civil war. Mama had a relative who had children. She was killed in, uh, in the civil war. She left three children. Mama decided to do what she could to take these three children in. Unfortunately, when she went to get the three children, she found about a 100 other children who were homeless with those three children. She couldn't leave them. She had to help them. She had to offer them some hope. And she took them in and tried to create a place for them. When I left her the first week in March, Mama was now up to seven orphanages in Liberia with more than a 1,000 children. She never started out to be large. She just started out to help. She took what seed she had and she scattered it and God gave the growth. This morning at the close of the worship service following the benediction, you'll see some baskets on your way out. That's a place where you can put your seed for this coming year in that basket and offer it up to God into the growth that God will give. And I can't tell you exactly how that growth will go, but I can only tell you that if these parables are any indication, God will take your gift and God will attach so many balloons to that gift that it will take off. And it won't merely approach flight paths and corridors of our airport in San Antonio, I believe it will approach the flight path of angels.